If God said it, as he said, heaven and earth will pass away before one drop of my word does not come to pass. It's going to take place regardless. Whether we like it or not, it's going to take place. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to minister to your people there, God. We thank you for the word of God that reminds us that men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of your mouth. And Father, we believe there, God, that when we pray, the things that we ask for, that we have received it because your word will never return unto you void. We thank you and we praise you. Holy Spirit, I give you the opportunity to say whatever needs to be said. Lead me in the right direction that I will say what only my father say. Today, Father, we thank you for this day that you have made. We thank you for those that are listening right now. We praise you and we honor you. We thank you for deliverance and healing that will take place. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Kingdom Rock, let us welcome our online community, our family, by clapping our hands and amen. Amen. Before we start, I want to, if you have your Bible, because this is not on the screen, if you can go with me to 2 Chronicles chapter 14, and I'm going to be pulling a couple of uh, scriptures from here, there, and everywhere before we get to the main coast. So this is like the appetizer, and I have to do this because it's kind of like laying the foundation for what we are talking about as far as worship God because of who he is, and who, and today... The title of this sermon will be God, My Source. You got to give a little prayers. When, you, when you're reading it, you can't just say God, my source. You got, um, to me, it's like God, my source. If you want, you can shake your head too because it is so profound. God, my source. Because you remember what he has done for you. And Second Chronicles 14, if you're there, we're going uh, to read from, chap, uh, from verse 1. And then I'm going to skip down. I'll tell you where I'm at. If, you, if I'm moving too fast, please write them down because we want to get to the main coast. But we, we're going to talk a little bit about Asa and his reign as king. And verse 1 says in New Living Translation, when, Ab Ab when Abijah died, he was buried in the city of David. Then his son Asa became the next king. There was peace in the land for 10 years Verse 2, Asa did what was pleasing and good in the sight of the Lord his God. He removed the foreign altars and the pagan sh shrines. He smashed the scared pillows and cut down the assured, assured poles. He commanded the people of Judah to seek the Lord, the God of their ancestors, and to obey his law and commands. Asa also removed the pagan shrine and all as well as the incense altars from every one of Judah's tongues. So Asa kingdom enjoy a period of peace because he did what was pleasing unto God. Now let us go down to, um, to verse 8. And verse 8 said, King Asa had an army of 300,000 warriors from the tribe of Judah, 
armed with large shields, shields and spears. He also had an army of 280,000 warriors from the tribe of Benjamin, armed with small shields and bows. Both armies were composed of well-trained fighting men. Verse 9, once an Ethiopian named Zera attacked Judah with an army of one million men. So you're talking about Asa have what, 580,000? 500, and here comes a man that have one million and 300 chariots. They advanced to the town of Marissa. So Asa deployed his army for battle in the valley north of Marissa. Then Asa cried out to the Lord, his God, O Lord, no one but you can help the powerless against the mighty. Help us, O Lord, our God, for we trust in you alone. It is in your name that we have come against this vast herd. O Lord, you are our God. Do not let merry men prevail against you. Point one, Asa was doing what is right in, in the sight of God. He trusted God he was doing right. He removed all those, 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 those pagan shrines and all those idols that the people was worshiping. Number two, here comes an army trying to overtake his territory. And he seek the Lord. Let's go down to... Um, Verse, uh, verse 12, so the Lord defeated the, Adrip, the uh, Ethiopians in the presence of Asa and the army of Judah and the enemy fled. And Asa and, and his army pursued them as far as Gerar. And so, and so many Ethiopians fell that, that they were unable to rely, to rally. They felt that they were unable to rally. They were dis, destroyed by the Lord and his army. And the army of Judah carried off a vast amount of plunder. Plunder. He trusted God. There was a talk, attack, and God destroyed the armies. God fought for him because he trusted God and he was doing what is right in God, in the sight of God. Let us go to verse 15. Not verse 15, chapter 15, I'm sorry. Chapter 15, verse 1. And this is after he already fought, and they was coming back home. Then the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, son of Oded, and he went out to meet King Asa as he was returning from the battle. Listen to me, Asa, he shouted. Listen, all you people of Judah and Benjamin. The Lord will stay with you as long as you stay with him. When you, whenever you seek him, you will find him. But if you abandon him, he will abandon you. Point number three, as long as we stay with the Lord in this pandemic, pandemic or whatever is going on, as long as we stay with him, he will stay with us. But if we withdrew from his word, if we begin to do the opposite of what he says, then he can't help us because we have now chosen our own way. The Bible said God has given us everything. Everything good richly for us to enjoy. Everything good for us to enjoy. He never give us anything that is, that is bad because he is good. Everything about him is good. 
He said, if we abandon him, then he will abandon us. And how many people today in this season of our life is looking for help elsewhere? Every time I turned on my laptop and I'm trying to search for something on YouTube, whether it's something to fix my car or whatever the case might be, here comes infomercial. Give me 45 seconds and I'll tell you how to become a millionaire in 45 seconds. And then this one over here said the same thing, and he now began to condemn this guy over here. They don't know what they're talking about. They tell you all this stuff. You just give me 15 seconds, and I'll tell you how. How many people are looking, who has been drawn away, looking for God when God is, everything about God is already on the inside of us. They are seeking for God in a place where they cannot find God. The Bible said in Galatians 2, chapter 2, verse 20, in that day you will know that I am in you and you are in me. Our thoughts are God's thoughts if we allow his thoughts to become our. If, if we allow, because remember now, we have thoughts that is coming to us every day, good and bad. Do we choose to do the bad thoughts? How many times you have thoughts about something negative about someone, maybe if even slap them or Whatever, we all have negative thoughts. But did we ever act on them? No, we try to find the good thoughts. And we act on the good thoughts. Our thoughts, God says his thoughts is not our thoughts. His ways is not our ways. But we can adapt his ways. We can adapt to his style. But there is so many people now are seeking, they are looking for things now because they are so afraid. Money is running out. Food is running out. We can't go here. We can't go there. Everything is against us. And now they begin to look for security in places that there is none. There was a young man that I just read about who invests, um, I'm not going to call this stock name because we are recording, but um, he woke up one morning, and he thought he lost all his money, over $700,000. And he saw this red negative in his bank account, and you know what he did? He committed suicide. And this recently. But guess what? When they investigate and look at his, his account, there was still $16,000 in his account that he could have rebounded from. But he thought he lost everything. He thought he lost all hope because there's where his guarantee was. But the Bible said when we trust in the Lord with all our hearts, all our mind and all our soul, he would direct our path. Now, what is our perception of that? Are we looking for a man coming from Galilee or a man coming down the road? This is the word of God. The written word of God is what we have now. We already had the spoken word of God. He spoke to Moses and said, tell my, tell, uh, uh, um, what a guy named in Egypt that held the people there for? Pharaoh. He said, tell Pharaoh to let my people go. They had the spoken word. And then the Bible said, Jesus was the living word who came and he dwelled amongst us and he showed us how to live. He said, I did not come to, to abolish the law, but I came to fulfill it. I came to show you how you can love your neighbor as yourself. And then we have the written word because the, the, the living word said, Now, Father, I have done everything that you sent me to do. Now bring me back into the glory that we once share. And he said, I'm leaving you. I'm leaving you. I'm leaving with you this comforter that will teach you and remind you of the things that I already show you. 
So today we have the written word of God that the Bible said that we should meditate on these things day and night. And then our way will be prosperous. But man, we have choices. Every one of us have choices. We have thoughts, opportunity that is coming at us every day. Give me 45 seconds and I'll tell you how to become a millionaire. But I can get, go into the word of God and he will show me how to become a millionaire. Because he said, when you ask, you shall receive. When you seek, you shall find. And he said, if we delight ourselves in him, he will give us the desires of our heart. What is your desire? A man can have all the money in the world. Yes, he can. He can have it. But we are here to live a balanced life. What is money without love? What is money without happiness? And what is happiness when you can't buy uh, a nice pair of shoes? I want them both. I want to be balanced. Because the Bible said that he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He wants us to have this abundant life. So back to Asa. Asa trusted God. And God helped him to defeat those uh, the armies that was coming against him. Now listen to, um, yeah, we'll get over there. Let's go down to verse 8 in chapter 15. He said, and when Asa heard this message from Azaria, the, Azaria the prophet, he took the courage, he took courage and removed all the detestable idols from the land of Judah and Benjamin and in the towns he had captured in the hill country of Ephraim. And he repaired the altar of the Lord which stood in front of the entry room of the, of the Lord's temple. Asa then called together all the people of Judah and Benjamin along with the people of Ephraim Manasseh and Simeon, who had settled among them. For many, uh, for many from Israel have moved to Judah. Why? Because God have given them peace. Because he was doing what is right in the sight of God. And the peace that was there is like people moving from Atlanta to Valerica because of the, the, the quietness. And the, the, there's not all that traffic and all that stuff. Less crime and all that. They had all that because he was doing what is right in the sight of God. Let's go to verse 16. I want to get uh, chapter 16. That's the next chapter. And this is the point I want to make here with Asa. He started out doing good. He was doing what was pleasing God. And God was fighting for him and keeping him in peace and giving them everything that they wanted. Verse 20. Uh, Chapter 16, verse 1 says, in the, 30, in the 36th year of Asa's reign, King Basha of Israel invaded Judah and fortified Roma in order to prevent anyone from entering or leaving King Asa's territory in Judah. Asa responded by removing, all, removing the silver and gold from the treasuries of the, of the temple of the Lord and the royal palace. He sent it to King Ben-Hadah of Aram, who was, who was ruling in Damascus along with this message. He says, verse 3, let there be a treaty between you and me like the one between your father and my father. See, I am sending you silver and gold. Break your treaty with King Basha of Israel so that he will leave me alone. After all that God has done for him. After God has defeated uh, an army of a million men coming to attack him, and now he's making a treaty with someone else. 
It's like who 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 is your source, Asa? Who are you gonna who are you gonna trust? Look at what God has done for you, and here you are now because they surround your city. Now you're making treaty with someone to protect you or to give you help. And and and, and breaking your treaty with the Almighty God. Let's go down to verse 7. And in between that, they make the treaty. He, um, the other guy fought, um, fought uh, against the other guy who was attacking Asa, and um, they left him alone. But listen to what um, this, the, the messenger of the Lord said to Asa. He said, verse 7 said, At that time, Hanini, the seer, came to King Asa and told him, Because you have put your trust in the king of Aram, Instead of the Lord your God, you miss your chance to destroy the army of the king of Aaron. Don't you remember what happened to the, to the, Ethiop, uh, to the Ethiopians and the Libyans and their vast army with all their chariots and charioteers? At that time, you rely on the Lord and he hand them over to you. The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose, heart, whose hearts are fully committed to him. What a fool you have been. From now on, you will be at war forever. Because you did not trust the Lord your God who has been taking care of you for all these times. And you put your trust in a merry man. And you take the things that you have already uh, gift to God, the silver and gold, you take it back out of the temple and you're giving it to another man to take care of you. Look at what God has done for you. He was doing good, great, and the Lord was pro providing for him. And it's the same thing. What, what, the Lord was taking care of us even before this pandemic. He was always there for us. And his word always remained the same. The, the Bible said he will never change. He's the same God yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He remains the same. So why are we afraid? Why are we allowing fear to, to capture, to take us to the place where now we begin to, we, we don't even want to come to church. We don't even want to fellowship in any way. Yes, we have to do the, um, the, the six feet um, separation and all this stuff. But there's ways that we can handle things. We can't allow fear to, to, to paralyze to the point that we are not prospering at all. Because look at Isaac. The Bible says he saw even when there was a famine in the land and he reaped a hundredfold. Some people began to cut back. They began to save so much that, what, you, you know, I, I, I might need, I don't know how long this thing is going to go on. So I'm going to need this amount of money to survive. But what about God? As he said in his word, is his hands waxed short? He's not. God never, he never make what we call um, on a budget. God never give us that kind of a law. You got to live on a budget. He never give us that. He said he will never leave us nor forsake us. And he said if we ask, we will always be provided for. Asa had it good. God was fighting for him. God gave them peace until people was moving from the surrounding town into his town. And after all that, he got so scared and now he's making a treaty with someone else who, can't, who cannot protect them, who himself is subjected unto God. 
So he, and in other words, he is leaving the source of protection and now depending on someone who had to depend on the source. It's like we said, we're not, we are not worshiping the things, but we are worshiping God, the one who created the things. I always said, if I have a choice between the money and the machine, give me the machine. Because I can keep reprinting and reprinting because that's the source. If I stay connected to the source, I'm always having I'm always having, and I can always give because I'm connected to the source. Jesus said, I, apart from me, you can't do nothing. I am the vine, you are the branches. And if you are separated from me, you can't do nothing. In this day and age that we are living in, I call this, this is the best time of our life because we can see the word of God manifested right before I, we can put it to the test. This is the time for us to put God's word to the test. Lord, you said that you would protect me. You said that you would provide for me. You said if I continue to seek you, that you will always be there for me. But so many now are afraid, and we are not glorifying no sickness or disease because we know where our help come from. We know who is our God. Now let's go to the first, to the, um, first slide, to the next one. And we're talking about God, our souls. Now, let's just look at the example of a source. What is a source? A source, number one, a cause or starting point, the source of a rumor. We know how rumors start sometimes, and we know where, how far it can go. And then sometimes it, it has, the rumor has went so far, sometimes it's kind of like impossible to chase that thing back. But whatever it is, there is a source. I've seen the show um, that uh, Ellen DeGeneres um, had a, a game show. You have five people lined up, and she, Ellen is telling the first person up front, the pot, the pot is black. And then she got, and each one behind the first one, they had on these headphones, and they got to relay the message. And she telling her, the pot is black. And whatever she heard now, she got to pass on, the shoe was white and the pot is green. And it keep going, it keep going down. But the 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 point in this game is, if if when it gets to the last person and they have they got it right, then they won. But most time, by the time it gets to the last person, it is way off. And it's the same thing with rumor. Rumors have a a, a source. There's a starting point for rumors. Everything have a source. Number two. The beginning, the beginning of the stream of water, the source of the river Nile, of the Nile River. As big as and long as the Nile River is, there is a source, there is a starting point. Number three, someone or something that supplies information and resource, a, a res, um, res, refer, ref, reference source, a reference source. Just like you go in the mall and you're trying to find um, Macy's. And here you go to the resource center right there. They tell you, go that way, make a left, right, right. There is a starting point for everything. And I love number four. Number four says, someone or something that provides what is needed, a source of supply, a source of strength. And that's why we are saying today, God is my source because he is the creator of everything. He creates everything. And if we can stay connected to the source, even in today. Time and age, everything that is going on, 
we will be well taken care. We don't have to be confirmed to the wall. We don't have to be confirmed to the system. The Bible said, my way, God said, my way is higher than your way. My thoughts is not your thoughts. And he have ways of getting things to us. And today, oh my goodness, are they shedding out money? Are they giving out money? That's why they say, we should not speak negative against the government. Leave them, let them do what they're supposed to do. Maybe that's the part that they were supposed to play and keep our eyes on God. The source, because he knows. It says, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Who knows where it's coming from? Thank God for Amazon. Thank God for the owner of Amazon. Who knows where it's coming from? His ways is not our ways. His thought is not our thought. He knows how to get it to us. But we are in a place now where things are so, a rumor will start and it will trigger so much to go into panic that they begin to stop seeking God and begin to look to elsewhere. They, can be, they begin to look and depend on other people that cannot help them. Yes, God has put us in a circle that we can help each other in that way, but still our help comes from God. That's our first, that's our source of connection. Not the government, not the neighbor next door. Thank God for them. But still, our source, we must be connected to the word of God. Because if God said it, the scriptures say he's not a man that he can lie. He cannot lie. And he is our source, the one that we should stay connected to. The scripture says in John, John 1, verse 1 to 3, it says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the, big, the, same was in the beginning with God. And all things was made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. We're talking about the source. He, he was with God from the beginning, and without him was not, any, nothing was made. So why can't we make him our source? Knowing that everything came from him, everything that we need is in him. I choose to make God my source because of one thing, I've seen him work in my life. I've seen him work in other people's life. And I'm still seeing him working today. Even the, the scriptures say he allowed the rain to fall on the just and the unjust. Yeah, there, there will be people who will never give him credit for the things that happen in their life. But we got to say it is God whose word you are speaking, who, who have mercy on you, that got you to the place where you are. It is God. Whether we give him credit or not, he allowed the rain to fall in the, the just and the unjust. That's why we have to allow them to do what they're doing. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, who knows where that which they are storing up, whose hand is going to end up in. We got to leave them alone. Don't speak ill of anyone. Just trust God. Continue to trust God. Psalms 121 verse 1 to 4 says, and I love what David said here. He said, I, lift, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. I will not, he will, no, excuse me. Verse 3 says, he will not suffer thy foot to be, to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. 
Behold, he that keepeth Israel, neither shall slumber nor sleep. Let's take a look at this in the, um, in the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation, break it down to us this way, said, I look up to the hills. Does, and he, I love this fact because he asked a question, which is so valid. He said, I look up to the hill, to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Verse 4, indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleep. So you tell me this God who never slumber or sleep, who is the same one yesterday, today, and remains the same, even in a pandemic, even whatever is going on, he will abandon us? Like the man said to Asa, if you abandon God, God will abandon you. But if you stay with God, you will have victory all the way, all the time. And today we are living in good times, like I said again, because I just believe that the word of God is manifesting right before our eyes so much that we don't have to look overseas to see things happening. We don't have to look and read the news, what's going on in the BBC World News and all that. It is taking place right before our eyes. Things are coming to light. Changes are taking places. And men are so afraid of changes that they will fight to keep what is in place. But guess what? We can't fight against changes. If God said it, as he said, heaven and earth will pass away before one drop of my word does not come to pass. It's going to take place regardless. Whether we like it or not, it's going to take place. It doesn't matter what color you are. If, it, if you're destined to be in that White House, you're going to be there. It doesn't matter whether we like it or not. Change is going to take place because his word must come to pass. And that's why when we speak life over ourselves, anything that we have declared over ourselves, over our family, over our business, if we believe we receive what we ask for, the scripture said, like Jesus said to Jairus, only believe. He already is watching over his word to perform it. All we got to do is to believe that me, as for me and my family, we will make it through this. As for me and my family and my neighbors and uh, my brothers and my sisters, according to the word of God, we have already made it through this. Because you say, I have overcome, and since I have overcome the world, you will overcome the world too. There is nothing too hard for God. There is nothing too hard. Everything with God is possible. And because he is in us and he is watching us and he is directing us, we cannot fail. We might stumble, but we can get back up. It doesn't mean that if you get back up. How many times I, I, I tell the story, that 409 fa formula, how many times they try to, to, to make that thing to where it is right now? 408 times. And the last one is the name that they give it, 409, Formula 409. How many times Walt Disney failed? How many times so many of these great men that we looked up to now as men of, who, is, um, who has prospered and who has done well in life, go back and read their bio and see how many times they fail. 
And can you imagine if we stand on the word of God like Asa was doing from the beginning and take God, get rid of all those negative thoughts and all those negative things in our life and continue to walk according to the will of God. Can you imagine what we can do in this day and age? He said, Isaac sowed while there was a famine and he reaped a hundredfold. This is the time for us to look for opportunity to sow. This is the time for us to look for God to have our back in anything, whether it's business. It doesn't matter what it is. This is the time that we have to give him that full running. Let him go before us and prepare that way. I love what the message said in the, in the same Psalms 121. The message Bible said, I look up to the mountains and he asked the question also, does my strength come from mountains? No, my strength comes from God who made heaven and earth and mountains. He won't let you stumble. Your guardian God won't fall asleep. And I love this, not on your life, Israel. Not on your life. Israel guardian will never doze or sleep. We have protection. We have provision. We don't have to worry about tomorrow what we're going to eat, what we're going to wear. Let's skip over and go to Psalms, 30, Psalms 37. And this is, as we close, this is the encouragement. And I know there are so many people that is looking for encouragement today. There's so many that is hurting. There's so many that has lost loved ones. There's so many that have lost businesses. There's so many that has lost some things. But we got to look on the bright side. That God can replenish whatever we lost. And he is a God that can do a hundredfold. In Psalms 37, it said, don't worry about the wicked. Or envy those who do wrong. For like grass, this they soon fade away like spring flowers. They soon wither. And he says spring is only for a season. The wicked is only for a season. But again, who is the wicked? Because remember now, the definition of a wicked, as I put it at the bottom, it said the definition of wicked is someone or something who is cruel or acts in an evil way. Remember the same, you, you went to the bank before and the teller, they are so nice. Can, hey, Mr. Uh, how you doing today, Mr. Robinson? How can I help you? Oh, and they talk about the wedding. Everything is so nice and they got your money and everything. You know, you walk there and you feel so good. But don't you know the same one that dressed up in the tie and, and looks so nice and, and good can go down the street, street and rob a store? It's the same man, Right? But it's two different attitudes, two different mindset. But there is, there is hope for the wicked. Let's, let's finish read this first. Let's hold on to the wicked part right there. Because, see, the reason why I said that, because a lot of times most people look, when you say wicked, they're looking for someone with a gun or a knife or uh, pitchforks and tails and all that kind of stuff. Ooh, he's so wicked. You know, they're looking for someone in dirty clothes and all that kind of stuff. But it's just the mindset. The mindset, when we start doing the things that opposite that what God wants us to do, it says, who is cruel or acts in an evil way. And we, we have acted in some ways. 
But that, did that change who I was? I mean, as far as my appearance? No. But I have, I, ha I have acted out of character. I have said some things and done some things. Verse 3 said, trust in the Lord and do good as Asa was doing. He trusted in the Lord and he was doing good. Then you will live safe in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desire. And this is where we are today. And if we, if we can do that today, we cannot fail. We cannot fail. We cannot go wrong. If we trust in the Lord and do good, there's still opportunity out there to do good. We don't have to do what the other man is doing. We don't have to hate because another man is hating. We have to do what is right. Then, like it said, take the light in the Lord. And he will give you your heart's desire. What is your heart's desire during all this time? What is your heart desire? Do you want to live, still live that, that life that Jesus said that you can have? He said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. We still can have it today. We still can have that today. Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 21 as we close it out today. It said, but if the wicked people turn away from all their sins and begin to obey my decrees and do what is just and right, they will surely live and not die. And their past sins will be forgotten and they will live because of the righteous things they have done. All they have to do is to turn away from, from what they have done. Asa have an opportunity to do that. As you read, as you, as you continue to read down in, in chapter 16, you can see how he developed, um, he, he had one of his foot was messed up. One of his foot was messed up. And he could have turned and asked God to heal him. But yet he, the scriptures say he seeked his own physician. And he died that way. He have an opportunity to trust God with all his heart and to stay on that coast as he started out doing. Today, are we going to turn because of what we see going on around us? Are we going to uh, start hating someone else now because this and that happened? Are we going to start panicking because someone lose, lost something? Are we going to try to make deal with someone else? Because it looked like this one over there is getting from that person and they're doing well. And are we and we're gonna stop trusting God and turn away and do what they are doing over there. The Bible said the wicked, it is only for a season that that their action, they, after a while, the scripture says you read down into to Psalms 37 and said the wicked, they will disappear. We don't have to copy what they're doing. We, we got to continue to trust God. And we are living in a time when we ourselves could now show forth God's glory to the world. Why? Because as we trust him, as we trust in the word of God, when we speak, when we decree a thing, it must, it got to establish unto us. Because God is watching over his word to perform it. We're going to live the best life. This is, this is like a, a famine. But we can sow in this famine. Do good. 
Speak positive words. Continue to trust God. Delight yourself in God. And everything that we need, we will have as if before the pandemic, before anything happened. The life that we were talking about living there, we still can live this because this thing cannot last forever. It is only for a season. And if we don't give up, we will live that abundant life. We will live that abundant life. Let us continue to trust God. Continue to make God your source. Don't look to the left or to the right. The scriptures say a thousand fall at your left and ten thousand at your right. But if you trust in God, it will not come nigh thy dwelling. That's what I'm doing now. I have opportunity, yes, to, to waver. I have opportunity to do some crazy things. But when I think about it, when I think about what God has done for my family, when I think about how we, there was never a time that we did not eat good. There was never a time we did not have a place to, to sleep. There was never a time that we couldn't help someone if we, if, we, if we have an opportunity to. And it's the same God yesterday and still the same God today that will continue to keep us if we continue to stay connected to him as our source. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. That's all I have for today. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.